Hi, Brad. Hi, Jeremy. <laughs> Hi, Brigitte Bro, Bob. <laughs> what happened to wearing no glasses today? Forgot. Done. Now I'm double. So, Dad, am I your guest today? No, absolutely not. Get out of here. There are no guests. I thought Only those who can run a sub seven minute mile can do this. I can do that. Now you can't get out of here. Then go do it right now, then you can come in and do it. Thanks. Thanks. Jesus Christ. So, what's up, man? Jeremy, you, you ready to do outfit? this? Yeah, you don't have a fancy outfit on. Well, it depends on who you ask what fancy is. This just <laughs> happens to be the race you didn't even run. <laughs> a Boston, a Boston qualifier. You did sweatshirt. Run, though. It doesn't say Boston finisher. It says Boston qualifier. Jesus, of course you have to. Uh, fine, you do that. That's all. That's all you, dude. Jeremy, walk around town with that thing on. This is the epitome of. We're supposed to be lifting each other up, and here you are just pulling people down. <laughs> how, how am I pulling you down when you're rocking, trying to outdo me? Huh? I just grabbed a sweatshirt. Huh? I just huh? grabbed a sweatshirt. This happens to be the one that I grabbed. Uh-huh. And it had nothing to do with the fact that we're doing a, a running podcast. And our ultimate goal by the end of the year is to qualify for Boston. Jeremy, I think we should talk about this. Why do you feel so intimidated by me? Because you're number one, you're exceptionally good looking. I mean, I'm, I, and I can say the same about myself because it's almost like I'm looking at myself in the mirror, but without glasses on now. Number two, because I'm just competitive with you. I'm not intimidated necessarily, but kind of. Because number three, you are more fit than I am right now, and it's going to be really hard to catch up. These things are all true, but you know what, Jeremy? What? I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't try to pull you down. It's good. Like, like I don't want people to think that I'm over here, this negative Nancy, pulling you down, trying to make you feel bad about yourself. It's a good, lighthearted ribbing. <laughs> What's wrong with saying, Brett, that's a really cool sweatshirt you have today. I because see you this... have on a fancy running rabbit shirt. Oh, can you see that? I can see it. Yeah. It's not it's not fancy. I didn't have to earn it. I mean, well, I, I didn't to... technically I didn't have to earn this. I just purchased it. But you said it's a qualifying, so I could purchase even without qualifying. Yeah. Huh. I guess I'm going to have to I mean, do it's that. basically stolen valor, but I mean, Okay. okay. Who's gonna know? No. I look. I look. I look like I can, I can run a. I'll call. Marathon. I'll call. Call you out in public that this is stolen valor. He's never <laughs> qualified. That. And then I'll take off running and I'll show them <laughs> that it's actually maybe perhaps not legitimate, but I could do it. Well, I feel like we're gonna have to mark right here because we haven't even said hello, Jeremy. What's up, Jeremy? <laughs> Not a whole lot. What's up, Brad? Welcome to the Brigity Bro Bobs podcast. The Brigity Bro Bobs podcast. <laughs> so much fun. We have it like it's like energetic. We're all energy. Just pumped. The most pumped. The most pumped. I am so pumped right now. 
that my son came in because he couldn't handle all the pumpness. The Brigadier Bro Bob's cast? The Bobcast? <laughs> the Welcome, to, Welcome to the Brigadier Bro Bobcast. The, the Bobcast? <laughs> that's, that's the way and it welcome goes. To, and welcome to the Bob Cave. Now you've lost it. Go, go away. Get out of here. I have to do this podcast <laughs> so I can get paid. Subscribe to Clover and Cup. Jeez. Thanks for promoting us. Brigadier <laughs> Bro-, Bro Bob's podcast. <laughs> Man, Every another day. another week of training, Jeremy. How you feeling? I feel better today than I have in a while, actually. Although today was an easy day, uh, I think it was the first day that I truly never felt like I was pushing it. So that was good. Like not even during the end, not in the middle, not at the beginning, not like three quarters of the way there, or just a quarter. But, but the whole way. <laughs> How are you feeling? Feeling pretty good. So I just say uh, another boring week of running. I mean, that's what running is. Well, I assume we're going to have more weeks like this than we're going to have exciting stories. Yeah, but we're we're gearing toward our exciting stories. The exciting stories are, are races, right? That's where we get to tell our story. The story of all the training, all the training we've done is told through a narrative of the race. You can't fake it. You have to do the work. So and what's everything What's everything leading up to the race? That is the, that is the pre-writing of the story. That's the planning out. That's our storyboard. That's the whole shebang right there. And then it's like the final product. It blossoms and it flowers before us. And it's just beautiful if you do it right. And it could be miserably awful if you don't. So this essentially is going to be Hamilton, the Broadway show. I mean, my race will be. I don't know about yours. (laughs) In theory, it sounds like a ridiculous... Like, who would have thought that that's going to be what it is? And then... You just throw it out there, and it's incredible. I hope that it is. I mean, even the best plays or the best movies at some points, like, it didn't go according to plan. You had to go back and edit. So I guess if the 5K doesn't go to plan, I go back and I edit it. And I take this little piece here, and I might take it out. Or I move this little piece right here, and I move it up somewhere else. That's what I do. That's what we do. That's what runners do. This is dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) It's exciting times, Brad. (laughs) So we've got a number of weeks to go before we even get into the first race. We're talking about now 10 months out, essentially, until Grandma's Marathon. Okay. That's 10 months to paint a masterpiece. That's right. So how are we going to pace ourselves between now and then? Both on a daily basis, pacing the training plan. I mean, we could be flame outs in the next six months. 
We could, and that's the that's the danger, Brad. That's the danger. There's a lot of danger out there. <laughs> it's like you're running down, and there's a root, and that root just trips you up, and guess what? You break an ankle, or you throw your back out like I do all the time, and get, and then your whole plan is out. But let's not do that because then you take your time and you make it personal and you say, hey, maybe I need to back off a little bit. I can't compete with Brad. Wow. Just on fire today. <laughs> totally on fire. I am on fire about running. And so, so pacing on a daily basis, what are you doing to pace yourself? Most days are hopefully easy make the easy days easy what's easy it just depends on the day like today i ran 909 pace and my average heart rate was like 137 and i was content yesterday if i would have run 909 pace my heart rate would have been 160 something because that's what it was so like it just depends so is 160 easy no yesterday i had a workout oh and so but so are you so. using are you using any metrics to measure what easy is? Yeah, I'm trying to stay um, my heart rate below a, a specific level. And I know this sounds high for most people. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my if I can stay below like max heart rate of 155, I think it's pretty easy for me. Especially in in the humidity that it is now. It seems like even if I go for a walk, my heart rate's like 130. So maybe um, you should be walking, Jeremy. No, that's not going to get me to my masterpiece. And I have to compete with you. If I were to walk everywhere, Brad would be like, well, look what I did. I ran four minute and 10 second miles for my last five miles. What did you do? And I'm like, well, you know, I walked, you know, four miles in three and a half hours. Like, well, think about it from this perspective. Our first race is a 5K. Yep. How, what's the most amount of time? We already know you're going to lose, but the most <laughs> amount of time that you could lose in the 5K. I would hope no more than like 30, 35 seconds. Okay. And then in a 10K? Well, then it flips because my mileage is going to be on point and I'm going to see what I do in the 5K and come back at you, bro. That's what I'm going to do. What's the most time you can lose in a 10K? Even more than, well, obviously more than that, right? If About a minute, right? two minutes? I would say a minute to two minutes, yeah. And then and in a half marathon? We're talking like 10 minutes probably. And then in a marathon? I mean, 25 minutes possibly. And so what's the rush for your to get in shape for a 5K when there, we have 10 months until a that's marathon? what I've been telling you, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But you know, there is no rush. That's why most of my runs today, I mean, my mileage. Most of your runs have not been today, Jeremy. <laughs> right. I, sorry, I, I am sorry. I'm sorry, Brad. I misspoke. <laughs> no, most of our runs have been, like, I would consider supposed to be easy. And then not any more than, like, four miles for the most of them. So, I mean, that's taking it easy. I could, I, I could have rushed into it and been at 40 miles already this week. But guess what, Brad? I'm not. I'm only yeah, because you know what's going to happen. Choo, choo, here comes the injury train. <laughs> nope. Yes. No, in, no injury train for me. I'm feeling good right now. My my back feels good. My Achilles feel good. My calf muscles feel good. No my niggles. Brain feel good. Nope. My brain feels great. That's the most important part is your brain. 
it's hard to dispute. Go ahead. Try. Dispute. I'm not going to dispute it. The biggest muscle is your head. And especially for you. No, not in running. Not in running. There's no way your brain is the biggest muscle in running. How is it not? So you're it's saying. Gonna, it's going to get hard during a race. If your brain isn't in it, then you're going to back off. Even Again, if you're fit and ready to go. If you are not ready to go mentally, you're not going to get So there. if you're just the most mentally strong person, that means like you're going to blow it out for a 5K. You're going to go fit. run 50. Exactly. If you're fit, because that's the most important component. You missed my part. If you're fit and you're not mentally there, then it's not going to happen. And you have to be mentally there to get fit. So the whole process starts with a, with a big old noggin. That walnut inside of it. I'll somewhat agree with you. Come on, Brad. Admit I, it. I'm making points today. I'm like on fire. Like you said, on fire. Well, with your hand movements, <laughs> like a, <laughs> you look like Sean Evans from Hot Ones. <laughs> That's so I've been watching. Talking about uh, pacing, boring weeks, etc. I've been watching. I watched on, maybe it was on Amazon Prime uh, video. I think it was called One More Mile, or it, it's a backyard race. Oh yeah, one of these backyard races. There's no no length of distance or or anything, and it's in Georgia. It's a 1.1 mile loop. You have to complete this 1.1 mile loop every 20 minutes. Oh, then man, I th that's really rat ratcheting it up there a little bit. And I think there's 360 feet of climbing each lap. Whew. You'd be prepared so, for that. So uh, every 20 minutes, do another 1.1 miles. And then I think it's after six or uh, 10 loops or I, I don't know how many loops uh, you get then an extra 20-minute break where there's no running for the – for the 20 minutes. Oh, they're making it too easy then. Sure didn't look it. No. So when these these guys are doing the loops and the the goal is if you have 20 minutes on a loop, like the the guy that wins pretty much every year is trying to finish it exactly at 18 minutes. And you get a little two up, two minute reprieve to get some water or whatever you need. And... Yeah, he sits down, he does his uh gets all his hydration, has his team preparing everything and ready to go and then two minutes later he's on the starting line Dang, i don't know if i like that one i know that there are one other ones out there like you said that are longer loops i think i would prefer to have the longer loop than the one mile loop because that's just too often it's a lot i mean i think they did like uh they were running for close to 48 hours <sighs> jeez louise how many so miles every uh, like the previous year of the movie, I think they got through like 132 miles Dang. and this year, like they just blew it out of the water or whatever year it was filmed. So, but my point is you go into these races and you know that the smart, like I've never done a backyard race. I've never run anything over a half marathon, but you look at these you things and you marathon. say, what are you talking about? Oh, I, did I not say it? Of course I ran a marathon. I qualified for Boston. <laughs> Thanks for saying something. <laughs> no, you said I've never run over a half marathon. That's anything, how you qualified, Brad. <laughs> anything over a marathon. So, but you look at these and it obviously makes sense from a pacing standpoint. And just like 
why would you run any faster than you have to when there's a, like the ultimate pacing is 18 minutes on a 20 minute loop? Because you have to show who's boss, break somebody's spirit. Show yeah, and so the one guy that went out and he's like, at 100 miles, he's like, hey, my legs are feeling good. I'm going to blow it out on this lap. And he finished in 11 minutes and then loses the whole thing. He he made it to the final two yeah, and loses the. He was winning at one point. I know, but you're not winning a lap. There's no incentive to win on a lap. Brad, I'm going to win whatever I need to win. If that means I only win the first 100 meters of a, of a 5K, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I think we get a time bonus for our races. I think I, if I beat you to the first like hundred meters, I get like a one minute time bonus. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think we need to discuss this further. It, we're anyway. gonna put a pin in it. We're coming back to that. So, if you think about that, that's like the exact same thing as our game plan. We've got over ten months of running. Yep. Just to get to like this year long goal. Yeah. The whole, the, my ultimately, truthfully, I would like by the end of our session, right, to be somewhere in the realm of averaging 70 miles a week for like a month, maybe a month and a half. Um, just to get fit. I think my, like, I, that's the thing that I lack. I think I'm more of a speed based person. I can go out and run fast for a very short period of time. That's not a problem, but like, my strength has always been my issue. Um, I would I say you fit. used to be able to run fast. Brad, I can throw down a 27-second 200 right now. I would like to see that. I'll go out and do it tomorrow. Have Katie or Elliot film you run a 27-second 200. I want to see the timer on the on there. The whole works. All right. We'll do it. I'll get it done. I'm going to put on my spikes. Yep. Do it tomorrow. Well, it's not going to happen tomorrow. But we'll You had an easy run. I do tomorrow. Oh, you had an easy run today. I'll film him tomorrow. Thank you. Done. Done. Right. It was easy. Tomorrow's too busy. It's over. It's already done with. Too busy. He said he'd film you. It's fine. He's going to be gone all day tomorrow, and then I have to tutor tomorrow night. So, and and so as I'm watching all these, uh, I've been caught up in backyard racing here and watching these ultra marathons that are just never ending. And uh, and they they talked about uh, one just like have a game plan, stick to it. So if you're planning on finishing in 18 minutes every single lap, just finish in 18 minutes. Like, don't make it, don't stretch to make it anymore. And at some point, it's going to be a struggle to get in at 18 minutes. Just be consistent about every lap is 18 minutes. And if you think about it, the luck, you know, I talk to Kira about this all the time. The longer the race, the more, the longer you have to be disciplined. Yeah. Like it, like in an 800 meter race, you like, it's a pretty reckless race that, uh, you know, I think every single world record has been run. It's the only race in track and field that has a positive split. No, well, I mean, the 400 does. It doesn't have a positive split. Are you sure about that? It, it, the 100 doesn't, the 200 well, doesn't with Usain Bolt. But the 400, I think, would because they usually go out in like 21 seconds. 20.21. Okay. I, I We're going to link it here <laughs> we will look in the description so but the longer the race including the next 10 months for us the more disciplined for longer that you have to be yeah so in a marathon like a really good marathon race is 20 miles of just like 
basically holding the reins, like pulling it back, saying, well, like, don't even think about going into the last 10K of the race. So ultimately, I see, I've never done it the right way, a marathon. I've always gone out and run entirely too fast for the first whatever mile of miles, 20 miles, 19 miles, 15 miles, whatever. And then like crashed and burned. When you ran your 258, did you negative split? I think it, it was pretty flat. Uh, like I, ju I just vividly remember mile one. I was like, oh my God, this is, this feels excruciatingly slow. And I got through mile 13, I felt absolutely amazing. And I was like, like, kept telling myself, it's just way too early. Like, keep feeling like you're holding back. Keep feeling like you're holding back. And I think it was at mile 17 or 18. I was like, you know, I wasn't sure where I was from a time, time to finish. I had stopped my watch in mile two. And uh, I said, well, like, this is going to be the race. Like, I probably need to make, like... I feel strong enough that I can push from here. I've done all the training right. I had all these mantras that I'm talking to myself through the race. And so at that point, I finally let it go. But it was 17, 18 miles of just like feeling like this is too slow. This is too slow. When are we going to get to like, when are we actually going to get to run, etc.? I think uh, every race is like that. Kira loves the 1600. You really only have to be disciplined for a lap in the 1600. Which is, which lap, Brad? For Kira, well, I think it's, for Kira, it's in lap one. Everybody gets caught up in going out hard. So, and then, you know, like, if you're, if you're looking to PR in a 1600, lap three is the, is the entire race. So if you push on lap three, you've set yourself up for a PR. I would say the middle 75, the like that 75th percent of even the 800, if you don't push that, like if you fall asleep in that, then you're going to like, you've lost already. So I think that's, that's pretty uh, valid information for most any race, like that middle part where you're like, Oh, I'm already kind of like there till the marathon. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Cause I always go out like a minute too fast per mile. So getting back to my point is, you know, like in each of these races, have a game plan, stick to it. There's no incentive to beating your game plan on any of these laps. The goal is just make a game plan, stick to it until you can't. Yeah. So I think that's apropos to our entire training from here on out. And then uh, we talked about like this week has been a super boring week of boring, uh, like super boring week of running. There hasn't been really anything significant. I haven't had any like blowout stories where I felt really good or really bad. Uh, and so in each of these races, they say 75% of the people quit it like during the downtime. They just never get out of their chair to start the next lap of a backyard race. And it, I think if you look yeah. at you and me, that's pretty much we have a bad week. You sit down and you say, oh, I'm going to take another day off. And another day turns into 10 days off. And then you say, well, fuck, like I'm not really that excited to to run anymore. The 75 percent of quitting for us is just the consistency of running every single week at this point. Yeah, I agree. So speaking of these backyard races, is that something that interests us for our ultra? Past 50 miles. Ooh. That'd be something, something special. Yeah. I mean, the last one I was watching, it was kind of cool. It was, uh, 
I think it was a four and a half mile loop or 4.166 or something. Yeah. And the goal was every 24 hours, you're running a hundred miles with this, with this race. Uh, and so they, I think you have an hour to finish 4.16 miles, whatever the math is to get you to a hundred miles in 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, and people were just doing it set. Like they said, some of the people had never run farther, farther than a 10 K. So every lap that, you know, like at some point that they were doing by the third lap, they were running farther than they've ever run before in a day. So, yeah. and they, he said, you know, like some of the people, the coolest part of the race for them was what some people just had a goal of reaching 50 K. Some people had a goal of reaching, you know, a hundred miles. Some people had a goal of, you know, what, whatever it is. And he said, it was super exciting to see the host. Cause every lap, it was like something exciting that people were setting these goals, seeing them be like, I've never done this before. So long answer. Yeah. I mean, I would, I think something like that would be awesome. I, you know, like we've got the next 12 months planned out. I think this is a pretty epic journey that we've put in front of us. And then I think next year, like maybe it's one monumental thing after, after this 12 months, let's do just fucking one epic thing that would, you know, like, I hope it's running base, but maybe it's a, uh, some, some crazy, uh, obstacle race or, or we could do an adventure race where we have to go and like paddle boats and ride bikes and do all that stuff but dude i i've run a couple of like ultras right farther than marathons i think my favorite type of that race is the timed race whereas like it's not necessarily a lapped race but you go out and i like i've only done eight hour races okay right? but you go out and you run as far as you can in eight hours and you do as much as you want like so some people who are like it's very much like that that lapped backyard race yeah where people go out and they're like okay i'm gonna do this next lap and I'm going to come back and it's going to be the farthest I've ever run. And that was pretty cool to do. And that's where I got my PR for my farthest run without. Stopping. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, let's, let's play it on one epic adventure that's based around keeping some level of fitness for us every yeah. year from here on out. Let's like, let's this make podcast. This podcast could be running on in perpetuity. We could it be hundred year olds. I, I mean, that would be ideal. Um, I think next year we go we go to Germany, twenty twenty five Germany ultra, go and throw down in whatever the dark forest, black forest, and eat some gummy bears. Haribo. <laughs> no black forest gummy bears. Come on, Brad, you didn't get it. Haribo is German as well. Yeah, but black. For black forest with are those actual german i don't know it's based on the black forest though brad i know but why have it based on it when you can just eat a german gummy bear maybe it is though i i actually like i really enjoy a black forest gummy bear they're quite tasty they're a little softer than the haribo haribo are better i mean to each their own bradford haribo gummies are the goats i think it's just because of the name brand no, they're frogs. Their frogs are out of this world. The gummy frogs with that little sorry. like I'm white sorry. white bottom. I'm sorry I got into this conversation with <laughs> the be all and the end all of everything gummy. Because <laughs> you are. I have I see no chance in any kind of conversation about that. You guys are right. I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> so I think uh 
you know, like as we're going through this, I've been I've been giving this a lot, a lot of thought. Okay. Starting in well, the end of neck. No, my God, what's today? It's almost August. It's the twenty sixth. Twenty six in four days. I'm gonna be forty five. I'm entering yeah. an entire new category of racing, which means every race this year, you owe me time. No, I don't. Yes, you did, Jeremy. No, I don't. Our, our BQs are different. That does not mean one thing. Not one. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Then why why are there different qualifying standards as a 45-year-old versus— Because they boo-hooed. Boo-hoo. I need another 10 minutes—15 10, minutes. Or 10 That's minutes, what I deserve, obviously. You don't. You, Jeremy. You know, not even two years ago, was it? Two years ago, you ran a 258. My and then PR I put on 50 pounds. Brett, my PR is a 319. If anything, it's just like playing golf with uh, with me. You give me, on mm -hmm. a par five, three strokes because I'm that bad. No, no, no. Yes. No, no, no. I 100% agree with the handicap system. Just you're looking, you're trying to skew the handicap towards yourself yes. versus this is age discrimination. No, it's you hate it's, the oh, elderly. No, you are you hate the uh, disabled. <laughs> I'm disabled. <laughs> Cut that. Cut that. You're really gonna go there? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was bad. No, but. I'm equally as abled, but I'm not as this well is, versed. This is essentially the definition of age discrimination. What's the point of being yeah, 45 if I don't get anything from you? You have more experience. It should go the opposite direction. You have had no more time because your athletic prowess, your my your athletic prowess declines the older you get. Except for you, because you're going to go out and run a sub two hour marathon, Brad. <laughs> I'm not disputing that. I just think that we should set a level playing field and buy like the standard has been set somewhere that the difference between 44 and 45 in a marathon is 10 minutes. That Give me ridiculous. my 10 minutes. That is, I'm not giving you anything. I think if anything, yes. I so it's 10 minutes, do... 10 minutes in the marathon, five and a half, two and a half <laughs> minutes in the 10 K and I'll settle on 90 seconds. No. For the 5K. No, I think what we need to do, Brad, is because you're so like caught up and stuck on that little number, the fitness number in Strava. I think I get 30 seconds per number I'm behind. Mm. Well, I mean, now that you say that, why don't you describe what the fitness number is on Strava? It's completely arbitrary. I have no idea what it is. Your fitness went up just from going on a walk with your family. I, it's, it, it boggles the mind. I don't know how that works. So uh, you you stake everything on that number. Every day, you're like, hey, Jeremy, I'm at 35. <laughs> what are you? Oh, you're garbage. So it's fine. But if we're gonna, if you're going to so use but, that as so a metric, then I'd I like know, to but take this... that metric and I'd like to make it so that it benefits me. So I get 30 seconds per or even 10 seconds per, num per number that I'm behind you. Hmm. You may be on to something. Just explain what the, like, what is the Strava fitness for those people that don't know? Okay. So the Strava fitness, when you do a run or you start getting more fit, there's this number that shows like a rise in your fitness. It goes from whatever number you start off at. For me, that was a one. 
I don't know if it goes lower than that, but that's where I was. That's breathing. That's that's me being able to breathe. And, and it goes all the way up. I don't even know. How high have you been, Brad? I, my highest at this point that I can see in two years is like a, right now, which is at a 23. I think I was at 73 post-grandmas. Holy moly. 73? What are you at right now? 31. See? 23 to 31. If you give me 10 seconds, what is that? That's eight. So it's, we're it's, 80 it's, seconds for a 5K. I'm not giving you that. What about five seconds per number? We'll come up with something per number and okay. then subtract that from the 10 minutes that I get <laughs> for being elderly. <laughs> I, mean, I guess if you're going to give me any concession, I have to give you something to do. <laughs> I'm never going to come out on top on this one. Jesus. I'm no. going to go start training with Jakob finger <laughs> and I'm going to do everything at threshold. I've been giving that a lot of thought. I think it's, this is just fair. I don't think it's fair at all. I'm sure you've been giving yourself a lot of thought of how you can come out on top of this. So mm -hmm. you can rock the, the, the singlet that indicates that you're better than me. But I think that I have to be able to fight fire with fire. And I think that I get, if you're going to give yourself 10 minutes, then I get a minute per number. A minute now? Well, yeah. I mean, you're giving you 10 minutes in a marathon. I'm getting a minute in a marathon per, per number. All right. Uh, it'll be straight up. <laughs> Fuck that. No. I want, I want the lack of fitness to indicate that I get some kind of uh, benefit from being less fit. Nope. So you're going back to work as a full-time teacher. When do you start school? I think in three and a half weeks. Um, we go back sometime in late August. I get a week before we go back. So maybe, I don't know, maybe the 20th, 23rd. I don't even know. I couldn't tell you. It's in my and, email. And I've got, uh, I've got a two week vacation coming up. Yeah, you do. You with the family. Back. Yep. So like when you return to work, I'm on vacation. How are we going to manage continuing to stay moving the Strava fitness number? Upwards, onwards and upwards. So I am very much a person of routine. Like I don't like having free time like where I can't, where I have to dictate things on my own. That's why I use the Google Docs. That's why I do all this stuff. That's why I have my alarm set. So I've been getting up at six in the morning and taking care of the animals and then going for my runs. I'll just have to flip flop it. So you know, it'll get cooler pretty quickly once the, once the school year starts. And I don't have an issue going for a run after school. Um, so I plan on doing that and Elliot is going to pick up soccer. Um, and he goes to practice two or three days a week, um, for an hour and a half. And I'll use that time to go out and get some runs in too. Um, so I've got, so you're going to, you're going to switch from running in the mornings to the afternoons. Yeah, I actually prefer it. I, uh, I feel that my body's more prepared. It's got the blood flowing a little bit better. Um, I've always wanted to be, I've always been a better afternoon evening runner than I am a morning runner. Hmm. What about you? What are you going to plan on doing on your two-week vacation? Um, I mean, I think it's going to be hot there, hotter than hot. what we've been doing in, in Ohio. So I think you're just going to have to get up early and 
start every day of vacation with a run. So, you know, I, I'm probably luckier in the fact that Kira's trading for, like, she wants to do really well in high school this year and be super competitive. So uh, she wants to run. So, you know, like, it, you get an automatic training partner by having her in the house. So when you have two people motivated to get out in the morning and just get it done so you can enjoy beaches or whatever it else we, we're going to be doing, that, that I'm sure it's going to be easier if it was just by myself. Oh, for sure. And I'm going on a vacation, a uh, small vacation down to the Outer Banks. Not next week, I don't think, but the week after. And it's going to be the same thing. It's only for like four days. Uh, but I'm just going to have to make sure I get up in the mornings and still continue to go um, go out and get, get my runs in. Hopefully don't get lost. Make my run longer than it has to be. Kieran and I ran in the Outer Banks a couple of years ago. It was good. Yeah. I mean, it's not far. It's only like a two and a half hour drive for us. So um, it's just a nice little go down with some friends and hang out at the beach. I don't remember getting the invitation, but well, Brad, you're apparently be, you have you're other be friends. Much nicer than I am. Apparently, I love, you have other friends. Brad, I, I, I mean, I do, but I mean, I would love for us to go on vacation together. But it just never—I don't think it's ever happened. Uh, I mean, we went to Richmond my Marathon. Bachelor, my bachelor party, I guess. <laughs> Richmond Marathon. That was a vacation. Sure. I mean, we went on a nice date to Olive Garden. <laughs> and for pizza the next day. We did. That was good. That was really good. That pizza, we like, that was like, we had to really work to find that place. Yeah. I just drove by it a couple of weeks ago. But, uh, well, you were in Richmond a couple of weeks ago? Well, I guess it was about a month ago. Yeah. I didn't know this. Brad, I was on vacation already. It was a business trip. So, I mean, so we're going to grandma's and we're going to the DC rock and roll half. Yep. I'm thinking I'm going to try to bring my whole family up for the, for the rock and roll. Okay. And then, uh, and then maybe I'll do the same thing for the summer and, uh, at grandma's next year. Yeah. I think that maybe I could swing that for, like, I don't know if Katie's want wants to go to DC. I mean, it's not a big deal. It's a two and a half hour drive. Uh, but maybe go up to Duluth with uh, with me. We'll we'll talk about it. We've still got plenty of time to figure that one out. I think All right. my family's never really met. Like my son has not met your kids. I don't know how they're going to like him. I doubt they will. Um, so. <laughs> 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 he's just a lot to handle, man. Like he like he's if he's here. making fun of me, then I'm sure that the kids are going to like him. Well, I mean, they your kids were making fun of your feet, just just trashing my feet. <laughs> Nothing is wrong with it. Uh, no one's toe looks like that, Dad. Why is it like that? Why is it so crushed in and the other ones just go up? This one's like clashing. It's like eroded. You've eroded, eroded. your toe. Oh, why is this toe long? Oh, he's got dry skin in between that crevice also. Dad, this... Do you gonna, wash your feet? Look right there. There's like fungus growing. Because you never wash in between these toes. It's clear. It's starting to get smooth. It's going to meld together at one point. There's hairs in there. There's hairs growing. Look at his big... Ew. It's built like the front of look a cruise ship. Look how big his big toe is. It's chunky. That is chunky.
never seen a big toe that large. It's got rolls. You see that? It does have fat rolls. So. Just, you would think my feet looked like Shaq or, you know what it is? I'll end up putting in the video, but like, I don't think that my feet looked that fucked up. But, uh, like, it seems like every great athlete with unbelievable hops, LeBron James, Shaq, like, all of these, uh, Deion Sanders, I mean, I know, he, I mean, knock on wood, I hope he doesn't have his foot amputated, but all these amazing athletes have had, like, their feet, You like, they take off their shoes, and you're just like, Jesus, what happened to that? How could he run this fast, or jump this high, or do anything with feet like that? So, maybe that's me. So are you saying that you can jump high because of your feet? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that <laughs> one little bit. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I've heard all day. Then why is it all these amazing athletes have <laughs> bad feet? They, I don't think that your feet are bad. Why is it flat? Yeah, it is flat on one side, calloused and rough on the other. <laughs> You, yeah, he's got a flat toe on the next one. Oh, it goes smooth. You, Dad, touch it. It is so nasty. He's got a razor blade. He has a razor blade. <laughs> this could cut skin. How? It's like cinched in. Homemade razor blade. <laughs> Want to cut your toenail? Just use Dad's pinky toe. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Want a haircut? Dad, touch it, please. It's like hard, but it's soft. It's hard. That is so it's like a cruise ship. <laughs> it's a cruise ship. <laughs> He's, just He's got, got one of the pyramids. He's just got nasty feet. Yeah, why He's one of the seven wonders of the world. Eight wonders. Oh. <laughs> Look how it looks like it's moldy. What? <laughs> Doesn't it look like mold? I wasn't looking. I, I mean, I don't. I didn't take a telescope what? like your kids did to your feet. <laughs> but I don't think that. I I think that's a complete generalization. Who like? No, no. It's a specific example, and I'm guessing it's probably been scientifically proven ten times over. <laughs> Find that data for me and those data and let me see what what they say. I don't feel the need to do that. You're more than welcome to to try to disprove what I said. But as far as I'm concerned, I've already pr I've shown you the data points. It's your job to disprove it. You haven't shown me anything. You said you said LeBron James and Shaq. No, right now I'm going to put in pictures of their feet. You're gonna put a picture of your feet in there too. Nobody included. To I mean, included in you will probably won't be able to tell the difference between any of them. You'll say, "Jesus, these are all amazing athletes' feet." <laughs> this is the stupidest thing I've heard in a really long time. <laughs> what are you talking about? Prove me so, wrong. Do I qualify because my feet are all fat and high arched? I mean, you. I've never seen an amazing athlete with four. Feet. I mean, you you see him right here. He's right there. He's well, right here, <laughs> right right here, Brad. I'm right here. I'm an amazing athlete. I might be the most athletic person I know. Like truly, I dominated almost every athletic feat that I try.
axe throwing. I, somebody came up to me and asked me if I was professional, and I had to tell them no. It was my first time, and they were gobsmacked. Okay? Gobsmacked. Yeah. Tetherball. I played with my buddy. Tetherball. Crushed it. He didn't even, couldn't even touch the ball. He's like, Jesus Christ, have you been practicing your whole life? I was like, no. It's been since, like, I was 10 years old. It just sticks with me. I well, see it in my mind, and it happens. Muscle. Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> So you're telling me people with fat feet excel at kids' playground games. Congrats. No, I'm saying people Congrats. with fat feet. Four square? This guy, I'm not going to make a generalization. This guy with the wide feet, they're not 4E. I only need 4E because of my high instep. It's not because of the width. My width is like a 2E. But this guy with the fat feet and the high arch is a phenom. You know how it was called Black Mamba, R.I.P., White Mamba. <laughs> Thanks for another exciting episode of Brigity Robots, Jeremy. Uh, is that, are we done? What, I, there's nothing else to say after, after this. We started with the head today and we've ended with the feet. It's over, dude. <laughs> We covered nothing else in between, though. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, well, I, I mean, mean we sort of did. No we, no, we did. We talked a little bit about we started with the head, saying that was the majority of running, and I disputed it, said it was the rest of the body that you have to be fit. That's everything between your head and your feet, and we're ending on the feet. It's over. Jeremy, what a great episode. Thanks for joining us on the Brigadier Bro Bobs. I mean, the Brigadier Robots. Oh boy. I guess we're done. Sticking a pin in it till next time. Jeremy's done. Jeremy's done. <laughs> you just said we're done. And then you froze. You're frozen I'm... again. You're, you've been freezing the entire time. No, no. The recording will show I hope... otherwise. I hope so. Is it going to show right. that I'm frozen or that you're frozen? Probably you. No, you're so far behind. Like, you're like, probably you. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you're like this. God, awesome I, God I hope we don't have, God, I hope we don't have to re-record this. <laughs> I don't think we do. I think we just put out a shit episode if it's like that. Because I can't All get right. to the level I was. All right, Jeremy. All right, Bradford. This was a great one. I think it was a good one. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. See you, Brigadier Bro Bobs. Brigadier Bro Bobs. <laughs>